Hello everyone and welcome to episode 28 of the Foo for Thought podcast. Uh, we are your bi-weekly martial arts movie podcast where every episode we discuss a particular movie. Uh, this episode we will be discussing the 1997 film Drive, which is not the Ryan Gosling film, sadly. Um, and I'm here with my co-host, well I'm Sean, I should announce myself really. I'm here with my co-host and wife, Devon. Hello, everyone. And on the phone, we have my main man, Cyrus. <laughs> what was that? Prince. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. On the phone, it sounded really weird. It sounded, you just went, boop, just like, I don't know. It sounded strange. Um, how's everyone doing? A-okay. I, found, I just feel like my energy's down. I need to get my energy up. You know what happens? I think we all get really pumped up towards the end of it. Yeah, yeah I think it, I think it's warm. I'm feeling a bit lethargic, even though I've quaffed two energy drinks, so I should be off my tits, but I'm not. Oh, that's why your tummy's rumbling. Oh, yeah. my, my tummy's having all kinds of troubles today. It's it's a it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's not good. Dude, I'm so hot. I'm literally hand to God, with, who I don't believe in, uh, naked, standing in front of my fan. <laughs> Wow, that is that is an image, my friend. I'm sweating and it's so cold in here. I don't know what's happening to me. Can I ask whether you have your back to the fan or your front to the fan? I switch it up, but really the problem area is the back. Okay, okay, okay. so it's it's okay, mostly back. You wanna yeah. you wanna draft in the back alley. Why would our creator, whoever it is, put? The, the craziest part of our body between two butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah, I guess. No airflow. Yeah, no airflow. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all grim around that area. Um, yeah, well, I'm 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 happy to know that you're getting the uh, the breeze that you need, though. <laughs> and please, you're air, airing out, airing yourself out. And please keep us updated throughout the episode. Yeah. Can I ask? Are you? Uh, <laughs> Are you spreading your butt cheeks? Of course I am. You're spreading your butt cheeks? Yeah, I got a whole system worked out. Oh, you're really airing yourself out. Good for you. Just pulleys and levers. <laughs> that's, that's great. Well, that's a, a great way to start the episode. Absolutely. Um, has anyone watched anything interesting in the two, two weeks? I have one thing to mention, but not much. I don't think so. We haven't me. watched yeah. much, have we? No. Really? We've been watching just Naked and Afraid. Time. What was that, Cyrus? I actually do have some new stuff I've been watching. What did you watch, or what have you been watching? Like I told you, I watched that Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, yeah? Today. Yeah. For the love of God, people, don't do that to yourself. Seven hours, Yeah, he, he sat through seven hours in one day. Good God. Michael Jordan. It was cool, but I mean, it didn't really... Just, just Wikipedia that shit in ten minutes, you're good. <laughs> if you think about it, instead of watching seven hours of Michael Jordan, uh, you could have watched Space Jam four times. Man. See? Made a mistake. You're, <laughs> fu- you're fucked up there. I wonder when <laughs> Space Jam 2 is coming out. It keeps, it's on the horizon, isn't it? A Space Jam 2. You didn't know they were making a Space no. Jam 2? Yeah, with, I have to say, the right one. It's LeBron, LeBron yeah. Oh, dear. Yep. Space Jam and, too. Uh, the other one, which was a pleasant surprise, is this British comedy called Toast of London. Oh, I have you heard you, of that? You didn't uh-huh. mention that. No, what's what's that all about? It's with Mark Berry. Why don't I know? Uh, you, do you know who he is? No. 
if you saw his face, you'd know. Um, it's basically this like middle-aged actor who's trying to find work, and it's a comedy. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never actually heard of it. What's that on? Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to say Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I haven't watched much recently. I've just been I've been plowing through a bunch of kung fu films. To be honest, I've been revisiting a lot of old stuff uh, because I'm running out of ones to watch. But I did watch Donnie Yen's Enter the Fat Dragon. Uh, I got that on Blu-ray and watched it. And I've already talked about it on Instagram briefly. But I will just say, good film, very good film. Yeah, four out of five. Ooh, it's a very good film, but it's got a very particular um, tone to it. It's uh, it's a Chinese New Year film, and Chinese New Year films in China and Hong Kong, they're very um, kind of family-friendly and goofy and silly. And this film is goofy and silly. Hmm. Yeah. And the fact that he's fat in it doesn't mean anything. He's just fat, but he moves like Donnie Yen and runs like Donnie Yen, and like it isn't a hindrance to him at all. Okay. He just happens. He does everything Donnie Yen can do in a movie. He just happens to be fat. Okay. Yeah, which I kind of like actually, uh, because it's kind of cool just seeing him all, do all this amazing, all, all these amazing fight scenes while just being fat. Okay. But you know, we've been watching Sabo Hung do that for years. So, uh, but that yeah, that's that's really all. The only thing that stood out for me recently that I watched in terms of Kung Fu. Yeah, but I do recommend it. Enter the Fat Dragon. Uh, it's not everyone's cup of tea, and we won't be doing it for the podcast. Um, but it is better than the Sam Hung version, which I do not like. But anyway, let's go ahead and jump into today's movie, which uh, I don't even think I, I made that many notes on it. Oh, yes, I did. Sorry. Directed by Steve Wang. Uh, starring... Is it Mark Dacascos or Mark Dacascus? Uh, when you said it the first time, I was like, yo, this guy's from the UK. Right. It's Dacascus, right? Does, is it, it's Dacascus? Probably. I thought. I feel like when I've heard his name being said, it's Mark Dacascus. Okay, Dacascus. Like Damascus. Yes. Okay. Or what if it's like Dacascos? Yeah, that's what I said. Dacasco. Oh, God. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Okay. I don't know, but it's got him in it. Him. Mark Dacascus, um, Kadeem Hardison. Iron Chef. Uh, yeah, it's got Iron Chef in it. It's got Kadeem Hardison. Um, it's got Brittany Murphy. And it's got a weird little uh, cameo by uh, Sanaa Lathan, which was quite surprising. Uh, but she is not a big role in the movie. Um, yeah, 1997 film, basically directed by the same guy that directed uh, the Giver movie that we watched the other week. Oh, really? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sa- same stunt team, same action choreographer. Uh, you may even notice that it had a, a, a cast member that shares the two films. Uh, there's a I guy. sure did. Sorry? He said I sure Maybe did. Sunglassed uh, bodyguard of some sort? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards the end, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so let's let's go ahead and jump into opinions. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. You want to go first? Sure, why not? All right, hit us with it. Hit me, baby, one more time. Um, this wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't great. This wasn't a great movie. However, um. As a whole, I didn't think it was great. But I did think that Mark Dacascus and Kadeem Hardison 
were great in it. Okay. I thought they did a good job. I liked them. I think they did the best with what they were given. Okay. So I was cool with them. It was a lot of it was a lot of choices that were being made around them or uh that was that, some choices. That I was not pleased with and I just hated Brittany Murphy in this. Now we will We'll, get we'll into talk that. about her. We'll in get a into minute that, like, but because... yeah, but yeah. Overall, I mean, this was like, I, I mean, it wasn't great. Right. I, would I watch it again? No. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Cyrus, you want to go? Or you want me to go? I'll go. Go on. I'll go only as long as we have a second podcast about Britney Murphy. <laughs> it, I've got. I might type up some kind of thesis on Britney Murphy. To be honest, in in this film, just in this film. Because she's making choices. Uh, what did you think? I think it was a little bit worse than what Devin thinks. Okay, okay. It's hard to rate him. Um, but, I mean... I, I didn't... I, again, I feel like I'm going to say the same thing every time. But um, yeah. I didn't really care for the characters that much. Okay. I like Kadeem Hardison. But the main character doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically rush hour, but way, way, way worse. Okay, yeah, I think that's a that's an interesting comparison because it's the most likely comparison, really, uh, comparing this to to rush hour. Um, yeah, that's fair. So you would you would definitely wouldn't watch this again. No way. Okay, okay. Um, I would to an extent agree with the pair of you. I think objectively. <laughs> Looking at this film as a cinematic feat, it is not a good film. Like it's 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 not. No. But is it enjoyable? I find it very enjoyable. Meh. I I no, I enjoyed the film. Um, actually, let me put it this way: it had enough. The highlight of this film is obviously the action. Right? Yeah. We're not we're not loving fucking Kadeem Hardison's quips more than we're loving Mark DeCasca's kicking ass. And I think it has enough action in it to keep me entertained and to enjoy it throughout. Um when the action is not on screen, there's some stuff going on. Yeah. And and it's it's not always the best stuff. No. Um Yeah, I think Oh, I don't, we'll get into the action in a minute, but Mark Dacascas and Kadeem Hardison, like you said, they're great in the film, but they're not working with a lot. No. They haven't been given the, the greatest material to work with. No. Oh, the script is atrocious. Yeah, there's there's some there's some weird lines in this film. Yep. There's there's some odd stuff going on. Should we just jump into the film? Let's get going. Let's get um, started. Well, let me tell you one thing first. This film sat on the shelf for two years in the movie uh, uh, system before it was thrown onto DVD. Really? Yes. And I will also tell you one other thing. Now, you may notice in this film that Mark Dacascas' character, Toby, is given no backstory. Right. We don't know who he is. Right. How he got his mechanical yeah, it heart. Was just, yeah, it was just a brief little thing where he mentioned he worked for, like, Hong Kong, like, government. And then yep. all of a sudden, this thing is put in him. Yeah, and then that's it. This is the cut version of the film. 
there is a version that I believe is 16 minutes longer that gives him an entire backstory. In that basically, he's hired with his team to assassinate, I think, this is what I read, assassinate a woman who he falls in love with and then he turns on his team and that's why they're kind of hunting him down and and yeah, something along those lines. That still doesn't explain how he got the thing in it. I don't know how the fuck he got his robot heart. Oh, yeah. he, he like volunteered to do their prototype. Oh, did they mention that? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I missed that part. Did you know that uh, Mark Dacascos was also meant to be the first ever Red Ranger? What? Yeah, I read that as well. He was meant to be. It was meant to be in this show called Bioman, which basically became Power Rangers. But he was meant to be the first ever Red Ranger, but it fell through. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we can jump into the to the movie proper, as they say. This movie starts out with basically a fight scene. Yeah. But it introduces <laughs> introduces us to a whole host of characters. Yeah. The first thing I picked up on is. The villain in this film. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like. Can I say what I can I say how I my note for him? I've I've got a note for him as well. So okay. you go ahead with yours. Okay. When he first popped up, I, I this is what I wrote. I didn't know Wild Bill Hickok was in this movie. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. You know who I thought he looked like? Gary Oldman in Dracula in Bram Stoker's Dracula. You think? You know when he becomes like the, is the gentleman yeah. and he's got those long hair and his tinted glasses. Meh. He looks like a gay version of him. I just co- I just compared or a to camp him. version. I just I just thought he looked very cowboyish. So multi because I didn't know what his character's name was. So my my references to him and my notes um, are different like historical cowboys. So I'll be referring to him as different things. So it'll be Billy the Kid. Wild Bill. Doc Holliday. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was my first note. That's how I referred to him when he first came up. I called him Wild Bill. Uh, throughout, let's see, there's Wyatt Earp, where I've called him. What's the other one? Doc Holliday. Doesn't that yeah. confuse you? No, not at all, because I know who I'm talking about. Well, that's that's <clears> true. <throat> um, now, he has a sidekick. What's that do? He seems far too old to be to be involved in these shenanigans. Let's Let's discuss him for a little bit. Firstly... Do we all know that his name in the in the film is Hedgehog? Oh, that's okay. That's Hedgehog. That's okay. Hedgehog. Secondly, he does the Brad Pitt Ocean's Seven. Oh, where he's eating all the time. Way before Brad Pitt did. Yeah. So he's eating in pretty much every scene. And do you know where you recognize him from, Devin? Um, I mean, I've seen him in a bunch of different stuff. I I I can't. He's in one of your favorite films. It. Is he? He's Bob the Goon from Batman. He's Joker's right hand man That's in Batman. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, I couldn't place I knew I'd seen him in something, I just couldn't place him. Yeah, I don't know what he was all about in this film. I didn't really right. understand. He it. seems far too old to be running around doing all that stuff, and he seems mentally handicapped. <laughs> and Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, he does he does seem like he has a few a few things going on. One of the first things I noticed in the film is that when they when the car pulls up outside the ship, it's raining. Then when they fight on the ship, it's not raining. And then when they Was get off the ship, it's raining again. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. So just when they're on the they just completely cut out the rain or it just stops raining. Okay. Um 
when yeah. I saw that cowboy with the mustache, yeah. the sunglasses, the cowboy hat, and the trench coat, I was like, okay, I know what this movie's going to be about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And his, his choice is to wear purple tinted glasses. Why do people wear tinted glasses? Dude, personally, I don't want to upset anyone. I think those are the dumbest things I've ever seen. Right, right. Steven Seagal wears yellow tinted glasses, right? Yeah, I've seen that. Is that? Do you have to wear them because your eyes have got problems, or is it a choice? I don't know. Oh wait, I'm sorry. You're I talking about you're talking about non sunglasses, right? You're talking about this guy just has straight up purple tinted glasses. Oh, I thought they were a form of sunglasses. Well, they may be, but they're purple. Mm. Yeah, which I didn't like. It, it I was me. talking about the reflective ones that are like eight different colors, and you can't see. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. those ones. Yeah, I know what you mean. No, this I guy. Hate those. This guy's glasses look like reading glasses, but with purple lenses. I don't know. I don't know. His whole his whole thing was bizarre. <laughs> I don't even know what he was about. Now the film kicks off, and you get your first fight scene. How did you feel after the first fight scene? Mark Dacascos, he's on a ship. He kicks a bunch of ass. Were you into it then? Were you like, oh, I'm in store for a good stuff, um... or were you still shocked by Cowboy Dan? <laughs> um yeah uh wild bill was definitely a choice but i was confused about that whole fight uh that shootout in the beginning because they kept shooting at his feet oh and i was just like why are they shooting if they're trying to kill him why not just shoot him like center mass and so i just thought that was a weird and then and then for a lot of it you know when people got injured they didn't see it so i was just like what rating is this movie supposed to be are they not going to show kills but then later on the you know um, oh and that reference and jeff in this film yeah and the, but then later on yeah that got cleared up but yeah i was just like why do they keep shooting at his feet i've seen this film probably four times and i still didn't understand why they were shooting at his feet I completely it was, forgot. Yeah, it was just it was just kind of a one off, like kind of half ass, like mention, like they want um, they weren't allowed to kill him because of the thing that was in his chest. Yeah, like yeah, someone yeah, yeah. just kind of randomly said that, but that was just like, but that was further into the movie, so I was just like, oh, okay, I guess that explains that opening shoot fight. Scene. Yeah, yeah. But like, so yeah, that. But also, what distracted me during that opening scene was the music. Which distracted me oh a lot in this movie. Oh my god! The music, the so music bad. choice is horrible. And I it's think really annoying. This is an edited version. I think that got new music put over it. I don't think the original version has this music. It's terrible. Whoever yeah. chose it, it sounds like rave music. Yeah. It sounds fucking weird. Do you know it how old like it you sound saying rave music? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to fit into anything. I hated the music. It was cringeworthy. Yeah, it was very... I think, if, if I remember correctly, there were a bunch of record scratches as well. Yeah, yeah, As they were fighting. It was god-awful. Yeah. When when it starts, I'm still on board, though. When tell you what, Mark DeCascos, he's a fucking good martial artist. Yeah. He can really fight. I don't know why he never took off, really. I mean, he hasn't been in any truly landmark martial arts movies. Don't say Double Dragon. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I like Crying Freeman. I think Crying Freeman's a great film that he's in. But, yeah, he's, he, he never really he never really hit the mainstream other than, what, he was in Cradle to the Grave with Jet Li. And then, of course, he was, was in... Was he? Never. Yeah. Isn't that the one with DMX? 
Uh, yes. Yeah, that's why yeah. I've never seen that. Max is also in Romeo Must Die, but briefly, uh. yeah, briefly, <laughs> but yeah, but but in Cradle of the yeah. Grave, he has, yeah, that's why I refuse to watch it. DMX as an actor, I am not on board with. So. Yeah, I watched I watched the final fight between Mark Dacascos and Jet Li the other day in Cradle to the Grave, and it is not worth watching. It is not good. Um, and I guess yeah, he only really got super big when he was in Jonathan Wick three. Yeah, yeah. I like him there. I like him. In this, I think this is the greatest showcase of his talents from what I can recall. He looked he looked so fucking good in this film. I agree. It looked really good. Uh, we're literally still in the first scene. So <laughs> also, a Mark Dacascus, uh, uh a costume choice, it's a boiler suit with a cinched waist. Yep. It's like, yeah, it's like a jumpsuit. Yeah, don't know what was going on there. Um... Yeah, so they introduce... Uh, Marta Cascas has a bit of a fight and he's being chased by these guys and then he runs off to a bar and in the bar is Kadeem Hardison writing a song. Yes. Yeah. And he says the immortal line, you look like a music lover. Yeah, that's... That's how he introduces himself to Marta Cascas. How does one look like a music lover? <laughs> also, that's it's kind of sexual. Like, I would... I would... I'd rather use that on, like, a lady than, like, dude, I've never seen it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's an interesting line to, to, yeah, just a strange guy just lean into him and go, hey, you look like a music lover. Yeah. And is, is Kadeem Hardison a musician in this? No, see, that's the thing. Don't know. We don't know his backstory either. Well, he, Oh, sorry, he's divorced. Yeah, well, yeah, he got fired, therefore, uh, so he lost his job, he lost his house, he lost his wife, yeah, right. and then Did apparently... Yeah, yeah. So, oh, <laughs> and then, man. yeah, and the fact that, yeah, and then that, it, but what I thought was interesting is, is in that whole spiel, he never mentioned a child. It wasn't until him and uh, Mark Dacascos show up at his... Uh, ex-wife's house yeah. and she talks about not the child, wanting yeah. the kid around Kadeem Hardison I was like wait you have a kid why didn't you mention that before when you were talking to Mark Dacascos yeah and it, yeah and it, so yeah there's no so what's you know what's his what's Kadeem Hardison's dream is it to <clears throat> be a, a singer is it to be a famous songwriter or yeah it's just a bunch of little random, weird, random facts. It feels like a lot of this is ad-libbed, this film. Right. I was thinking, since these characters have no flesh to them, they're not fleshed out at all, any of them. Right. Yeah. I think this is written by, like, a 12-year-old Russian kid. <laughs> Alright, I'm about to blow your fucking socks off. I was, I was holding this back, but I'm going to tell you. Okay. This film was written with Jackie Chan and Sylvester Stallone in mind. What? <laughs> Wait, so Sylvester Stallone is like the... Is Kadeem Hardison? <laughs> he was going to be Kadeem Hardison. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> now, I'm wondering how much they changed the script. Oh, it would have had to have been because there's no... Oh. Yeah, I feel like Stallone would have wanted to do a lot more. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine Jackie Chan playing the Mark Dacascos character. It wouldn't work. No. 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 Mark Dacascos was like kind of um, not like uh, what am I trying to say? He was like deadly in this film. He was malicious at places. He was fucking people up. Jackie doesn't do any of that. No. Although a lot of the style of fighting was very Jackie Chan style. Lots there was of. All, there was like uh, some moving pieces. Yep, obstacles. Like environmental stuff. Yep, right. Yep, lots of environmental stuff. 
Um, and also in the final fight scene, I clocked either two or three direct references to Drunken Master 2. There's three moves in the final fight scene that are lifted directly from Drunken Master 2. Oh, I know one. Yeah? When he picks him up by his feet and kicks him? Yep. That's right. That's one of them. And one is the one when he gets him on his oh, back. Oh, and, and he... then the torture act with the spinny. Yeah. Spinny Magoo. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then the other one was the style of kicking that the bad guy was using. Um, it looked very reminiscent of Ken Lowe's kicking skills in Drunken Master 2. So... I noticed that. And also, when they get handcuffed together, that happens in a Jackie Chan film. It happens in Project 8 too, where he gets handcuffed to another guy and there's like a chase scene. Um, it's actually a really good scene. Um, so yeah, I don't know whether... I don't know if that was an homage to Jackie or whether it was just a... You know, it's a common idea, people getting handcuffed together, I suppose. Um, they did a whole film about it with Lawrence Fishburne and Stephen Baldwin called fled. fled yeah yeah yeah. Yep. terrible film yeah um anyway yeah sorry <laughs> sorry Stephen baldwin what is he what is he up to now um moving on moving on so yeah i mean it's 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 very simple um some people are trying to capture mark dacascus he's running away he enlists kadeem hardison Enlist. Well, yeah, well, kidnaps and kind of coerces and somehow gets Kadeem Hardison to help him uh, get to Los Angeles where he can go to a company who will pay them, pay him $5 million. $5 million for this weird fucking device that's in his chest. What, what, in your eyes, yeah. Devin, you tell me right now, yeah. what is the device and what does it do? I thought a lot about this, okay. especially. Who is your daddy? Especially when the Terminator version came out okay. and they had their fight, and so <clears throat> my assumption is that this device, because like in the when in like the control room of the the main Asian bad man, and yeah. he's like controlling, like pushing, like. Like hormones or like Which adrenaline. Which is, by the way, it's Mr. Takashi from Die Hard. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Who's pushing like adrenaline into him. So it's like, it doesn't make you, all it does is like push hormones or something. Like your body's natural. <laughs> hormones! Your body's like. <laughs> Pushes hormones. Your body's like natural, like, you know, like endorphins or hormones or whatever. <laughs> it just pushes like extra bits of it in you. Because like Mark DeCostas was saying that um, all of his like, you know, speed and, yeah. and stuff like that, everything that he can do, it like. What does it say? What did he say? It like revs up his metabolism or something like that. So and yeah. after like doing all that, he like crashes. So all it's doing is just like giving you like extra, extra bursts of, of energy. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Devin. <laughs> um, that was my interpretation of what this thing does. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it just pumped a bunch of like adrenaline through your body and basically right. makes you super speed super fast and super strong right and yeah yeah um but it's just a metal heart right? oh, the 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 guy who runs the company yeah. he has a model of a robot heart yeah on that's his what desk. it kind of looked like yeah dude this movie is so bad 
Right. It it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't tell you. Yeah, it doesn't tell you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it feels like I th- I keep going back in my head to the cheeseburger line. It sounds like they just gave. The cheeseburger line makes no sense. Right. He calls a guy a cheeseburger. Right. Kadeem Hardison calls the guy. So he's divorced. And I guess his ex-wife is seeing someone. Yes. And Kadeem Steve. Hardison. Steve. Kadeem Hardison refers to uh, his ex-wife's boyfriend as a cheeseburger. And then he goes on to explain why he's a cheeseburger. But he just goes, it it's fat that congeals around your heart and it's bad for you. It's like. That doesn't yeah. explain anything. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, well, I guess it, it means he's bad for her. Like, but he deserves it, better. He could have just said that, like, oh, what I mean by that is that he's bad for her. Or that he's a oh, greasy, yeah. greasy whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, it's really dumb at the very end. Mark is like, he's like, man, I really hate that cheeseburger guy. And Mark's like, man, I hate him too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. He's actually, Mark Tukoska said that line twice. In the movie, every t- when um when Kadeem Harson was referring to him, and yeah, and I thought that too. I was like, "Are you basing that just on Kadeem Hardison's description alone?" Just Kadeem Hardison is very biased. He could be a lovely, lovely man. Yeah, Steve could be great. <laughs> Steve could be fantastic. Now, Kadeem Hardison crashes his car. Right. What? Uh, on the fr- on the front of his car. Is just a giant bit of metal. So my is that from another car? I, I think so. Oh, because I yeah maybe because it's not his car. Yeah, right? I thought. See, the whole time I thought it was a part of his his car being put that got pushed forward when he so ran did I. when he had the accident. So but did then I. when he gets to Crazy Brittany Murphy's uh, motel with the auto garage. Yeah. That side is perfectly intact, just beaten up. So I guess maybe it was a part, maybe it was from another There car. is a scene where they drive by and you can actually see the wires where it's tied on to the front of the bumper. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it was, it was, that's some, yeah. That's, uh, funny enough, actually, this film in regards to like wires and like wire work and stunt work, it's solid. Yeah. You don't see yeah. any like special effects, like you don't see any wires or anything like that. Can we... I will yield on that. Uh, I think this movie is pretty butt, but some of the wire stuff is pretty nice. Oh, some of the fight scenes are, are ferocious. Uh, they're so fucking good. I'm sure we're about to get into the uh, the first first big one because you're about to ask me whether we can talk about Brittany Murphy, aren't you? Yes. All right. Just, so they roll yep. they roll up to a motel, and this motel is, and I'm putting this in quotation marks, ran by Brittany Murphy. <laughs> So she explained her parents are out of town. They left the motel hotel uh, for her to run while they're gone. Right. The hotel, the motel, the holiday. Holiday Inn. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as well, as well as yeah, and so in her yeah. Okay, so let's let's reel off a few questions. Yep. I've got two mainly to yeah. start off with. Yeah. How old is Brittany Murphy in this film? Like twenty twenty one. I looked it up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, that's not as bad as I thought. Okay. Secondly, has Brittany Murphy ever played a normal character in a film? She's mental in Girl Interrupted. I mean, She's bonkers in Clueless. Maybe. 
she's not bo- she's not that bonkers and cl- I would say clueless is her most normal. She's weird and clueless. I mean, eight mile. Oh, she's in oh eight yeah, mile, eight mile. She? She's normal in eight mile, just a bit skanky. Was she in one of the um uh, Sin Cities as well? Yes. Yeah. Is she normal in that? No. Yeah. Well, you don't think she's normal? She's just like she's a. Bo- normal. She's like fucking dating a murderer, and she's like. Well, that's not her fault. In okay, so wait, in Sin City, she's like a barmaid, and yeah, she gets involved. In, no, that's she's Jessica getting involved. No, she's uh, she, Brittany Murphy is a barmaid too. Jessica yeah. Alba's a stripper. An exotic dancer. An exotic though. dancer, but no, Brittany Murphy, her character just gets involved with a bad dude, and she's trying, but she's not pleased about it. Is it Clive it. Owen? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, 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 not um, no. It, initially, it was uh, Benicio del Toro. I need to watch and, Sin City again. I haven't seen that fucking film yeah. in years. So I would say that she's normal in Sin City. All right. She just unfortunately has bad taste in in gentlemen. You know who was dope in Sin City? Who? Elijah Wood. Yeah. As the serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. I mean, granted, he doesn't do much, but yeah, he looks. He doesn't talk. Yeah, he doesn't talk. But his glasses are always white, so you never see his eyes. Yeah, and he he's cuts creepy. people up into pieces. Well, yeah, he's yeah. creepy in it. But anyway. um, back to Brittany Murphy. So, <laughs> I do not know what was going on with her in this film. Yep. What was she, she was meant a mess. to be? I don't know. It was just so she implied. Okay, so she has this whole motel to herself for. A weekend or however the time and so she was expecting or hoping to like it be like a totally like like have a party and have it be like fun and she's by herself yes and, and but i guess they're in some sort of small town so no one's around so she's all hopped yeah. up and giddy on these guys being there and getting into whatever trouble they're getting into and which is insane she gives them a free room if kadeem hardison will bang her yeah, I was wondering that, too. <laughs> Is that what's going on? Second podcast. We're, we're going to do a second podcast after this. I was wondering that, too. Yeah. She, there were... Her choice, yeah. I don't, whether they were her choices... I don't know if it's her whether choice. whether it was a part of the movie, I don't know. But she, she was nails on a chalkboard for me. I hated every minute of her. It, Nothing she did made sense. She's nope. just a horny toad. Yep. For no reason, she wants a party weekend. For no fucking reason, with these two strangers. Yep. Yep. I want a small hotel. We probably don't make much money. You guys can stay for free. Uh, the hotel, not to skip forward, gets absolutely destroyed. I'm cool with it. Uh, what the fuck is going on? She's horny as shit. She's very she's horny. Yeah, she is. Very she's horny. Bioengineered man. Yeah. Him and it's just, I hate it. Yeah, so weird. she yeah. was yeah. beyond bizarre. It was it was so fucking weird. It was like, and I don't know how to word this correctly, but it was like she was mentally disabled. That's what I that's what I put in in my notes. <laughs> that's what I. Where is it? Where is it? Um, um, does Brittany Murphy have some sort of mental deficiency? Yeah, she is a a horny person with a mental deficiency. Right. At why, at twenty one, she should have had so a babysitter. Horny. And so insistent on banging these, this dude. She's a beautiful young woman. She used to walk outside and be like, hello, I want to bang. Let's go. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, yeah, she was perfectly cool with, like, these dudes with guns bursting into the room. She seemed excited about it. and was, Very, yeah. very. If not, do you know what? I'll even go one step further. She seemed horny over it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and and with all of that that happened, her character was pointless and served no purpose and did not need to be there. I will say this, though. When she is introduced to this film, 
this film goes off the rails. Yep. Not just about <laughs> yep. her, it goes <laughs> yes, fucking it off the rails. <laughs> I will admit yeah. that. Because, yeah, before that, I'd say it was reasonably slow. <laughs> right, right. But I will 100% admit that once she pops up, it all goes fucking crazy. It goes pretty loopy. I uh, think out of all the movies we've watched, that you're right, Devin, this is the most unnecessary character Oh, yeah. By far. Yeah. By far. She's not a love interest. Nope. She's not funny. Nope. She doesn't make sense. No. And then she just goes, okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah, It's so fucking weird. I would love that to be a film that's just about her character. (laughs) I would would watch that film. I'd watch it. Um, Yeah, it made made no sense. So uh, Mark Dacascus overheats himself and has to go and lie down. Right. And then all the... <clears throat> he did well, briefly they, they explain did, yeah, it. Yeah, they implied it. They yeah. implied it, you know, where he talks about, like, his metabolism and how he just needs to lie down. He needs to lie down and get some sleep. And also, Mark Dacascos playing, like, tired and exhausted. Oh, my God, it was so cringeworthy. <laughs> he looked terrible. But, uh, so, after that, basically, all the all the bad guys turn up at the motel. And... I, I will say that at this point, this is where the action really kicks off. And yes. the entire fucking fight scene in the motel and in the uh, garage, uh, whatever you want to call it, yeah. is superb. Yeah, I fucking agree. Fucking superb. Um, I have a quick question before we go into the fight scenes. What did you think about the TV show with the frog? What was that about? <laughs> What was that about? Cyrus, do you know the the you know what? TV it's, show they kept playing? It's just another Brittany Murphy. Do you know, do you know, <laughs> makes no sense. Did you hear what the TV show was called? No. It was called Walter the Einstein Frog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They filmed, they filmed this TV show just for this film. So I it's not a real TV show. It's not a real TV show. They made it just for this film. And then I didn't understand what was happening in it. I don't think you're meant to. Oh. Only Brittany Murphy understands what's going on in that show. Oh. Yeah. I I, oh, I think he's like a super detective, like a <laughs> yeah. clairvoyant or something. He's, he's a giant frog who's super brainy. Or yeah. 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 Anyway, so the fights kick off. Um, how did you feel about the boots on the hands? Um, I was fine with that. You're fine with that. Yeah, I was fine with it. Um. I think it's great. I think the whole bedroom... Oh, I can't... Do you know what? Every time I watch this film, the fights honestly get better and better. I, I think... I think they're some of the best of the... I can't say some of the best of the 90s. That's crazy. But... Yeah. but How dare you? Yeah, right. That's, that's, a, that's a bold statement right there. But in terms of... Okay, let me say. In terms of low-budget uh, action films of the 90s, this one's up there. Yeah. This is incredible stuff. It looks like classic, brutal Hong Kong. Some of the stunts, uh, some of the falls and bumps the stuntmen are taking in this are absolutely brutal. Yeah, a lot of them, it looked like those guys, like, their backs should be broken. They should be paralyzed. Yeah. Two two guys took some back shots that I was like, oh, he's in the hospital. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was some... I think it was on a pipe. Yeah. One guy... He yeah. takes a, a a solid metal like sewer pipe to the back. Yep. To the lower back. <laughs> yep. Back issues. It hurts me. Yeah. Yeah. He. That was cringeworthy watching yeah, that. Yeah. He was. I I don't know. I don't know even know how they did that. Uh, he must have been so padded up. I don't know. I don't know how they did half the stuff. Um, 
But I didn't know Mark Dacascos was such a gymnast as well. He can really do some nice flips and mm-hmm. spins and tricks and stuff. Yeah. I, I, uh, I Wikipedia'd him and um, he actually began doing gymnastics. Okay. Um, and then his dad invented a kung fu system, which I did not know. It's called One Hop Kun Do, which is a play or some kind of offshoot, I suppose, of Jeet Kune Do. And um, yeah, it's a bit like Bruce Lee's style and that it's a, like a mixture of styles, I think. And then Mark Dacascos' stepmom is like one of the most famous lady martial artists ever. Really? Um, during the 60s and 70s, she like was unbeaten in combat, in, like, tournaments. Oh, wow. And his dad um, was the same. So he's had a lot of martial arts influence in his life. And, um, yeah, he took up Kung Fu, and then apparently he was spotted on the streets, uh, I think, of San Francisco, and some guy just said, hey, you, you want to be in my movie? And uh, it, it went it went from there. Yeah. He's trained in Muay Thai and Capoeira and Wushu as well. So he's, he's a pretty all-rounded guy. Um... Funny enough, I was watching something on TV where he played a Muay Thai fighter the other day. It was like this TV show called Legend of Bruce Lee, which looked shit, so I turned it off. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the fight scenes in this are a real... If, if anyone is... I know the way we're talking about this film will probably put you off from watching it, but just, YouTube, <laughs> just YouTube the fight scenes. It's honestly a great mixture of almost what Jet Li was doing in the 90s and what Jackie Chan was doing in the 90s. It's kind of like a nice combination of both their styles. Um, it's really fucking good. I, I, I loved them. I love the fight scenes in this film. Can we talk about how like apparently ladies are keep hitting on Kadeem Hardison when they're in that diner? We're in, when they're in that diner yeah. and that lady is like basically like you know giving him like you know come fuck me eyes or whatever. Yeah, I was just like, what's happening? I yeah. wrote down. Uh, I want to see what it is verbatim. Hold on. Here is Kareem Hardison, the most handsome man on earth. I like you just called him Kareem. It's Kadeem. Kadeem. Yes. Yeah. Fuck, I thought it was Kareem. I was watching this fucking basketball documentary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, is he... Yeah, I don't know. Is he meant to be this, like... Oh, we dropped a microphone. Is he meant to be, like, a stud? I don't know. Apparently, I would not have... Nothing about how anything up until that point led me to believe that. He's never been a sex symbol in anything, right? No. He was in, what, a different world? Yes. And then he was in White Man Gone Jump. He's amazing in White yeah. Man Gone Jump. Yeah. Did he want to go to Red Lobster or Sizzler? I he wanted to go to Sizzler, baby. Fuck. Okay. We're, we're going to Sizzler. We're going to Sizzler. <laughs> yeah. If no one's seen White Man Gone Jump, you should. It's great. It's Kadeem Hardison's greatest role. I don't know what else he's been in. <laughs> he's in it for like four minutes. Um, yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's not. I don't know if he's ugly or not, but he's not like a traditional heartthrob. I just think it's, yeah, it's just a bizarre choice that was yeah. made. I just think that would have been Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Oof. Wow. Has Sylvester Stallone ever been like a heartthrob in anything? He's never been like a romantic lead, has he? Rocky, I think. Oh, um, yeah, I guess. Adrian, yeah. Adrian! Yeah, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, he's not he's not normally getting the birds like in uh, Rambo or something. Can we like so the next after that whole weird kind of 
um, that's going to the Britney Murphy period, right? The Brit after Ugh. the weird, yeah, after the Britney Murphy period, they move along, and then it Can gets I... mental. So, uh, <laughs> it gets so this place, bonkers. so this place that they end up at Go is on. some sort of bar and grill because that's that's in the that's in the name of it this is a bar and grill. But the theme of it, it looks like a fucking space station in the middle of a in the in the middle of the desert. So so yeah. So my note is there's a bar and grill with a NASA type theme in the middle of the desert. NASA. NASA. Sorry, NASA. <laughs> the yeah, island. No, no the NASA type theme. It's enormous. It has this like you rocket. Need, you need to stop the... there. It's the biggest. Yeah. It's like the size of a town. Right. Also, the graphics that they showed when they were like driving. <laughs> and I thought they were showing up to like Vegas. <laughs> it looked like the golden saucer from Final Fantasy VII. Do you know what? So I thought. No one knows what that means. I thought exactly the same thing. I thought exactly the same thing when I saw it. What does that look like? Uh, I'll pull it up for you later. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I it's thought like they were. This monstrous graphic. Casino. It looks like shit now. Yeah, it, yeah. I was incredibly confused. I was like, "Hold on, this is supposed to be a bar and grill. A bar and grill is like fucking Outback or like TGI Fridays. <laughs> and this is this thing is ridiculous." Yeah, I'm just showing uh, Devin a picture. It's not very clear. Uh, it's not a very good picture. Never mind. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's got a launch pad and a rocket on it. Right. <laughs> right. It's the Apollo 14 Right. That's what it's called. The yes. Apollo 14 Bar and Grill. Yeah. Like, when it when it got to that point and they showed this Bar and Grill, yeah. I was like... What's happening? Oh, this film's set in the future. <laughs> this film's set in 2086. Yeah. I... It, and then, from then on, it, it got, like... Right. So, like... So the guy, so I guess people from the company that, so people from the company that Mark Dacascos was trying to get to LA to see show up there. Randomly. Right, randomly. How they knew he was there. But apparently they have some, right, they have some sort of, yeah. So I guess since, since uh, since the people in China are tracking him, these guys are like, oh, let's. I guess let's tap into this tracker, and they found him. And then apparently they wave some little magic over thing over it, and it dis- fizzles out. Fizzles out, yeah, yeah, the tracker. But then I was just like, wait a second. And then also in that whole bit is when the the main like uh, bad guy back in in China has his little command center with all those computers. So I was like, wait a minute, can he? Cause just can. How does this implant work? And can he control? Mark Dacascus's implant? If that's the case, why doesn't he just fucking shut him down? No, he can only something? control Terminator guys. Right. So I guess in, in I guess since Mark Dacascus was the first one, I guess that was a part of like his upgrades with the right. second one. But I was just, but that for a moment I was just like, why can't he just shut him down or, or deplete his I well, don't know adrenaline or at whatever. At that point, when they get into your your Apollo fourteen bar and grill, right? I think <laughs> I think the director just gave up. <laughs> he said, would, would "Let's ju- ramp things up some let's, bit. Let's just give them the big action scene that they wanted because, right? It, we haven't gone over him yet, but there's this Japanese Terminator guy who's been hired to. to he's an advanced model. Yeah. When more he advanced. walks into when he walks into the restaurant, no, I'm, wait, just wait, like, wait. I'm just like, oh, this <laughs> just turned into the Terminator. Wait, wait, wait. They show him 
in a helicopter arriving at the fucking Apollo 14 bar and grill. But when he turns up, he has six people on motorbikes with him. Right. Where did they Where come did from? they come from? And why and if they're just if they're just henchmen, I was just like, why are they in the full like BMX getup? They are in straight motocross getup. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And let me just say, the motorbike work in this film, the motorbike fight against the cascas is fucking great. Yeah. It's so good what they do with motorbikes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, before but before that, but before that, can we talk about something that that was fantastic? Yeah. I just want to say, and this is what I wrote in my notes, I'll take Mark Dacascos singing any day of the week. Oh, for fuck's sake. I didn't even fucking, uh-huh. I forgot about I that. I loved it. I Why? am 100%. I loved it. Why? <laughs> I, 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 I genuinely enjoyed it. Okay, sorry. Let me set the scene. So Mark Dacascos turns up to uh, Apollo 14 He's Bar like, and Grill. He's like, awesome. I ran into these people. <laughs> Every time I know. Apollo 14 Bar and Grill, like, He's in the Apollo 14 bar and grill. The people from LA who are going to free him of this implant are there. And they've already given him some money. And he's like, awesome. This is great. You know, things are, are finally turning up. So he's there. And also, we have to say, it is karaoke night. It at, is karaoke night. At Apollo 14 bar and grill. So he was just like, all right, we're doing, you know, everything's great. I'm having some drinks. I'm going to partake in some karaoke. And he sings. And he does a little performance. There is and a, I loved it. a five-minute scene. At least five minutes I with Mark Dacascos badly lip syncing to a song. He wasn't lip syncing. I think he was singing. You think he was singing live? Oh, okay, fine. But that was him singing. It was though. his voice. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's but he's his badly lip syncing to it to his own voice. Oh, was he? I didn't pay that much attention. Yeah, it looked terrible. But yeah, I enjoyed it. He is going falsetto. Yep. He was giving you, yeah, he's, he's giving you different, he's, he's giving you a full it. performance. He's going up an octave, down an octave. Yeah. He's, he's singing directly to Kadeem Hardison. Yeah. He's singing to strangers. He yeah. sits down next to some strangers and he starts singing to them. He's giving a performance. He's like, this is going to be, this is going to be an awesome night. I'm going to be free of this implant. I'm going to get some money. You know, if Brittany Murphy would have done that in the life. film, I would have been like, okay, Brittany Murphy's doing that. It makes sense. For Marta Casca <laughs> yeah. to do it, it's such a weird choice. No, I, no, it was 100% weird, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the he performance. Just killed, like, 80 yeah. In the past two days. Yeah. Remember. And now he's just doing a fucking karaoke number yeah. in the Apollo also, 14 bar and grill. Real quick, another thing, like, these characters besides Mark, because he's like, I don't know, a seasoned murderer. Yeah. They're, like, experiencing gunfire and death. And they're like, oh, man, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like... Just a super small thing, right? He he crashes his car. I would be fucking freaking out. Yeah. No one reacts to a circumstance or situation the way someone ought to in this film. Yeah. If I walked into the motel and Brittany Murphy said three words to me, I'd go, I'm not staying here. (laughs) She is fucking bonkers. (laughs) Right? I am not staying here. I would have turned and ran. I was like, I'm most certainly going to be murdered probably by this chick. This is a this is a top travel tip, right? If you go to a motel and a horny girl offers you free porn for your room, don't stay there. Yeah, don't 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 stay yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. If she's running to your car and is approaching you at your car before you even get out to come into the office. That might be a clue. Yeah. Maybe you should turn around. At one point, she steals a machine gun and just starts shooting people. Yeah. I, I, oh. She's laughing. Oh, yeah. She's, she's loving it. She's having a great time. She's loving it. Kadeem Hardison chainsaws some guy his hand off who's still holding a machine gun. And Kadeem Hardison tries to bite the man's fingers 
fall off the machine gun. I tell you, as soon as Brittany Murphy turns up, it feels like she started directing the film. Uh, <laughs> it went absolutely ludicrous. Okay, um, so this is probably pretty small, but the gun that they give to Kadeem and Brittany let, Murphy... Let's talk about it. What the fuck is that? It looks like a Stormtrooper's gun. I've seen it in another film. Um, I believe it's... Oh, my God. I can't remember what film I've seen it in. I don't think it's a real film, though. A, a real film. I don't think it's a real gun. It, it didn't it look real. It, it's not automatic. No. And it, it's like a big pistol or something. Yeah, I think sometimes that someone just... Like, you know, like Robocop's gun? You remember what that looks like? Yeah. Well... Uh, Jackie Chan used that exact gun he gave it uh, to the bad guy in City Hunter and it looks really fucking weird because it's like wait that's Robocop's gun that's not a real gun but it it pops up for some reason in City Hunter but I, yeah I don't think this gun was real it was also, weird also just to backtrack once again uh, that bazooka the man pulls out of the car oh, my oh yeah god <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. That must when Wyatt Earp pulls out the bazooka. It must weigh 412 pounds. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it makes... He loves it as well. He, he blows up... He, he blows up the entire motel. Yep. Everything. <laughs> Everything. Everything. Like, that was a enormous explosion. If there was anyone else staying in the motel, they are dust. Yeah. yeah. If there's yeah. even a trace of anyone around. Yep. Yeah. But I think they spent 95% of the salary or the budget on the explosions. Yeah. Pretty much. At one point where you see it blow up, it definitely is a model. There's like a, a there's a, a bit where it's a model. But then you see a bit with the actors actually walking past it. And they definitely did the explosion. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I'd like, you know what? I didn't look up the budget for this film. I bet it doesn't exist. I bet there's no record of the yeah. budget for this film. They, they owe them. <laughs> yeah. It was... Yeah, the... the, the and then Mark Dacascus blows up their 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 uh, like, camper van. Yeah, their Winnebago. RV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, their RV. Yeah. Um, can yeah. we can we go back to Apollo fourteen Bar and Grill? Well, we are, we're all, and, I'm always there spiritually. And when uh, when uh, I'll go back, I'll, call, I'll still call him Wyatt Earp. When Wyatt Earp pulls out that whip. All right. All right. So, and I'm glad that at the end, Kadeem Hardison said it, but I was I just like, I was so yeah, happy. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, when he's pulled out that whip and started like trying to crack Kadeem Hardison with the whip, I was just like, I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable yes. with this. I don't think this is a good choice that not you are that, making. They make it even worse because not only does a white man pull out a whip and start trying to whip a black man. Yeah. But he also calls him boy yep. as, as he does it. Yup. I was just, yes. Ooh. And I was just like, this is not okay. That was a. This is not okay. Yeah. He, he, this, it, is not a, this is not a good choice very that, strange. that you're making. Kadeem Hardison does address it and he does say, don't you ever pull a whip out on a black man again. And right. it is, I was so thankful. It was yes. very. Um, yes. Yeah. Very odd Cathartic. choice. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> yes. I yes. Was, yeah. I, I was not on board for, for that choice. No. When I when I saw the whip the first time, I was like, mm, "Is this racist?" Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's racist. I think there's a few moments of uh, of racism in this film as well. I, I had one. There was one early on, but I can't remember it. But then also, like, I feel like in, yeah, the and then a whip is a very specific choice of a weapon to use, and I think only certain people 
pull it off. Indiana yeah, Jones. Slave Masters. Indiana, well, Indiana Jones and Catwoman. Like, in a good way. Yeah. In a... <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. 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 A whip is a very... It's a very yes. specific weapon yeah. to use. And I feel like only two in every... In any movie I've seen where a whip is featured, Indiana Jones and Catwoman are the only ones where yeah. it's... It's cool. Agreed. Agreed. What about uh, Whiplash from Iron Man? Uh, well, they're kind those, of mechanical Yeah, those are whips. mechanical whips, so, yeah. Yeah, they don't, they don't count. Um, did anyone notice as well earlier on in the film when the cop pulls him over and he asks Mark Dacascus what his name is and he says Sam O'Hara yes I sure did yeah I thought that was quite cute yeah yeah I was Um, waiting for you to like jump up and down or make some sort of reaction but you were you were poker face I try not to react just because yeah I mean occasionally when there's a particularly good move I'll be like oh ah yeah. I'll make noises but yeah. otherwise I don't tend to react because okay. I don't want to taint your view. Okay. And but I do want to view your taint. <laughs> See what I did there guys? Yeah. Ten out of ten. That is yeah. called wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> um so the last the last fight scene uh, it basically starts with a bunch of guys on motorbikes trying to run over Mark Dacascus and then Mark Dacascus fights the terminator. Yep. And it goes on for like a good 15 minutes. Yep. And honestly, if if you haven't seen it, YouTube it. It's fucking phenomenal. My favorite. Ooh, so so Cyrus, I'm, I I made uh, Sean like rewind like twice. Three times. Three even. times. So there's a move and it was the second time that he had done it. Uh, he had done it earlier in the movie and then he did it again uh, at the at the final fight scene. This like video game, like power up punch that he does. Right. Love it. Devin was a fan of that. Love a real it. It fan. looks so fucking phenomenal. It looks like he's in a wave and then he punches you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it, it was a very a very interesting choice. Uh, um but it looked great. It, it, if you really assess it what he's like doing. Getting, yeah. It's very silly. Yeah. But it looked fucking but great. But it it look yeah, it looks like he's okay, he's building up some momentum and then he's going to hit you with this powerful punch. Yeah, there were there were a, a bunch of moves in this in this film that like if you if you take yourself outside the movie for a little bit and then really assess them, you're like that's very very silly. There's a bit where he's dodging, you know that cattle prods, which by the way are the biggest cattle prods I've ever seen. Yeah. Um when he's dodging them, he does this spinny move, and it's uh, it's daft. It's very, very daft. He likes to spin when he doesn't have to. There's, yeah. There's lots of spinning. Yeah. At the so beginning. Okay, first fucking fight scene. Yes. First, the beginning of the movie. He goes, okay, I got to get off this ship. Yeah. I'm going to die. I'm, I'm going to spin. He does a barrel roll yeah. off, off the edge of a boat. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's it's very over the top. A lot of the moves are very over the top, but uh, it just works so well. There's a hilarious kick um, towards the end where the main guy, uh, sorry, the main bad guy, the Terminator guy, he does like a somersault kick, and then Mark Dacascos kind of kicks his kick, and he does a reverse somersault the other way. It's so stupid, but it looks so fucking good. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. Actually, did look good. Yeah. Do you know what? The more I talk about this film, the more I like it. The more I talk about it, the more I hate it. Oh no! I, yeah, I, I, I don't like it more. There, I, I like moments in it, and I like but... it. I, I like it, it. I'm finding it more fun now that I'm talking about it. Mm. Mostly Brittany Murphy. No. Oof. Yeah, no. By the way, do you know what she died of? Like pneumonia or up. something. She did die of pneumonia. Yeah. 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 But and then her her husband died like a couple months later. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. 
But she died of pneumonia and iron deficiency, and she had a lot of drugs in her system. So I don't know how you die of all those three, but apparently she did. A mixture of the three. I don't know. Sad, though. 32 years old she was. Yeah. Sad. She left behind somewhat of a legacy. But this was her grandest performance. (laughs) This is her. Yeah. The fact that she didn't get an Oscar is... I know this. This was this is her Daniel Day Lewis moment. Um, yeah, I don't. Do you think? Do you think if this film was popular, they would have made a sequel, or do you reckon this was just a standalone thing? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they, they would have made a. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, they would have yeah. made a sequel. It implied the it, guy didn't in it? China had a whole, a whole, a whole yeah. army, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think yeah I'm checking my notes to see if I have anything else in particular about about this film but uh I don't I don't think so I think we've gotten oh no I do what Brittany Murphy leans over to Kadeem Hardison and steals a kiss and then he she tells him I rock your uvula or uvula 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 yeah I do you know what like... uvula is you know what it is It is your speed bag in your throat. It's the dangly bit between your tonsils. Oh. I thought it was like a, a penis part. <laughs> I thought I had a uvula that's downstairs. Vulva. That's for ladies. Vulva? Don't we have... Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Vulva is the lady business. Wait, you did know that. Though, of right? course I know what a vulva is. Okay, good. It's a type of car. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 Did you hear him, Cyrus? It can't be that funny because I can't see your freaking face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I know what a, a vulva is. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I I did have one last uh, note as well. Just I had one written down. Um, <laughs> in the Apollo fourteen bar and grill, there is a man. <laughs> Who is in some kind of spinning contraption? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who just gets sprayed with machine gun I fire know. in his chest? That poor, poor patron. He was having the whale of a time, yeah. and then he gets murdered. Yeah. Poor what guy. is that thing? It's like it's like a simulator type thing. It's supposed to like when you're training to be in space. Uh, oh. Um. Like a gravitational thing. Yeah. Oh, have you been on one? No. Oh. Um, also, Cyrus, because it looks you, like it would make me sick. Did you notice that uh, Mark Dacascus's stunt double was like six inches shorter than him? I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say uh, Dacascus is not doubled an awful lot in this film. Uh, he does most of the work. Yeah, but that's what it looked like. With certain kicks, he has a very short gentleman standing in for him. Yeah. Um, it's interesting in kung fu movies, action movies. Whenever they don't show you their face, it's basically a red flag. Yeah, I, it's, I got kind of... I, I won't say I got attacked online for this, but someone piped up and was a bit upset with me on Instagram uh, because I said that in Enter the Fat Dragon, I felt like literally, and I, I don't, I'm not exaggerating when I say this, 75% of the fight work is not Donnie Yen, that it's a double. And uh, someone sternly addressed me and said that i'm wrong and that it was a directional choice it was a because they do a lot of long shots where you can't see his face 
and I was told that, you know, it is Donnie and that was a directional choice to make the action look better. And it does look fantastic. And if that was a directional choice, then fantastic. But eh, there's moments where I was just like, eh, is that Donnie? So. He, um, call you a cheeseburger? He, call <laughs> he called me a cheeseburger. And then he said that he rocks my uvula. What does that mean? I guess it means I just tongue kissed you really yeah, well. Yeah, like I just kissed you like super, super well. Like I just rocked your world. I blew your mind with, yeah. my, with my kiss. Next time. Wait, did she kiss him on the lips? Yeah. It was on the lips, but there was no tongue. Yeah, it was, and it was very brief. It's but all a part of her being weird. Next time you bed a lady, Cyrus, you can say I rock your vulva. Boom. Right. Right? But I mean, I, I, I have to be truthful, so I wouldn't say that. Yes, and you'd have to show her uh, Brittany Murphy's performance in Drive first, just so for context. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, Get her in the mood. Hopefully she will be horny like Brittany Murphy was. <laughs> yes, exactly. You want her to be as horny as Brittany Murphy in Drive. Yes. She was so horny, I was like... <laughs> concerned <laughs> yes yes yep yeah you know you know when women used to be horny in the uh in the like victorian era or in olden times and they used to call it oh, what did they call it oh his uh something hysteria, hysteria. Yeah. they used to call it hysteria i felt like britney murphy had hysteria <laughs> I, I didn't think she was normally horny. <laughs> yes yes like way back in like the day like apparently women being like sexually aroused was fucking weird yeah and unheard of and so they they were it was referred to as like some sort of mental illness it was for it was referred to as hysteria yep so if you're in hysterics is that the same thing yeah yeah if you're in hysterics back then you were you were being a hysterical woman because you want to have relations <laughs> oh man i'm gonna use that yep <laughs> baby you make me hysterical <laughs> is it was sex toys like a medical device back then as well? Yeah. That they would, yeah, yeah. That they would give to... To treat the hysteria. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. I believe there's a movie starring... Um, What's her fucking... Dakota Fanning? About the lady who invented the vibrator? I, I think so. Yeah, I thought so. Wait, you're telling me dildos were medicine? I believe so. <laughs> yeah. I believe so. And in some... Uh, and sometimes they still are. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think so. They were they were uh, medically uh, prescribed. Prescribed. Um, anyway, yes. Should we jump into listener questions? I, I don't have any more notes on the film. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's do some listener questions. I will still stand by the fight scenes. The action in this film is phenomenal. Everything else, not so much. That's basically all I'll say. Okay. Uh, we have three questions. Well, we have three people asking questions. So the first one is from our good friend Rama. Three very simple questions. If you had a boat, what would you call it? <laughs> um, who? I have to think about that for a second. Go. Someone else. Um, yeah, I haven't really thought about that. I call it the hysteria. Because <laughs> a lot of times, like, what? A lot of boats have, like, ladies' names, right? Yeah. yeah. But then they can also be, like, random. The, the Voyager. Oh, that's Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Millennium Falcon. That's a joke. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I would call it... Um, I'd want something very, like, uh, uh, prim and proper. Like, the adventurer. I like stuff like that. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. The adventurer isn't... isn't... That's pretty 
masculine though, but right? I think I think my boat Maybe would. Not. I think my boat would be <laughs> my boat would be a dude. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'd go against uh, tradition. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a tricky one. Maybe I should have given this you this one, given you this one beforehand. But or I'd like to call it something like uh, Lady Guinevere. You know, <laughs> something you know, something posh and something proper. I gotcha. think I'd like to call my boat. I would probably do some sort of movie reference. Oh, go on. I'm just trying to think of what. You just call it what it's called in Jaws because you love Jaws. Oh, the orca. The orca? Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking I was go I was going left field. Oh yeah. With something I was something very very random. Do it. The Black Pearl. <laughs> um. What's the name of that uh, the car in the Back to the Future? The D- DeLorean. Call it the DeLorean. That'd be cool. Don't go 88 miles an hour in that boat, though. <laughs> You'll fuck off back in time. Yeah. Any Cyrus? I think I'd uh, have to call him an old Greg. Old Greg. That's a great reference. <laughs> Do you know, I've I've never shown Devin the uh, the old Greg uh, skit or the or the episode. There's a uh, uh, rather famous um, British comedy show called the mighty boosh and there's a character in it called old greg i'm not even gonna get into explaining him but you can't explain that in a minute it's possible he's got seaweed for hair and he's got a mangina that's all you need to know got it yeah i'll I'll show you it one day anyway the second question is what is the most money you've ever spent on a piece of clothing well like let's say suits out Right. Not including a suit, yeah. Like, let's yeah. say everyday Wait, so, clothing. Oh, yeah, because I was about to say the most was the, my wedding dress. Yeah, yeah. No, let's, let's, let's not. Um, that doesn't count. On a piece of clothing, probably, yeah, probably like maybe 60 bucks. Get out of here. On, one, on, on one piece of clothing? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Wait, I had a, I did have a nice, a nice coat. That was maybe like, oh, this was years ago, maybe 85. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 60, 85, I don't remember. I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. I, I don't. I, I will say that the most expensive item of clothing I've bought, and I am not proud of this, many, many years ago, I spent $170 on a pair of jeans. Get the fuck out why would you do that uh it's a lunatic it's it's on a pair of jeans yeah fuck those jeans i tell you what they were the best jeans i've ever had they lasted me fucking ages i will still yeah the most expensive pair of uh i have ever spent it was like 50 dollars on jeans admittedly yeah they did last me years and they fit great i love the fit and i was devastated because i wore I wore them so much and I had them for so many years that I, when the holes started appearing, I was yeah. devastated yeah, because I was, I was yeah, devastated. they were my favorite. They were from express yeah. and yeah, I spent like 50, 55 bucks on those jeans and they were top notch. As you can tell, we're not big spenders. What about you, no, Cyrus? Wait, Sean, were those jeans butt out jeans? <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to, no one's going to get that reference. But, but they were it. they were not butt out jeans. Uh, what so a, what about you, Cyrus? What's the most expensive item you've ever bought? 
You know I don't give a shit about clothes. Yeah. Uh, uh, all my clothes my parents freaking bought, buy for me. Yeah, Cyrus uh, is not a clothes guy. <laughs> no, he's not. I mean, I'm not, okay, so either, like, I'm wearing just garbage or we're going to a club and I'm going to look nice. But you only need, like, a couple of shirts to look nice. Yeah. There's the jeans, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think I bought, like, an $80 pair of jeans once. Oh, okay. That's, that's pretty much it. That's more than the average person spends on yeah. jeans, I think. That's expensive. But, like, um, jeans, like, you could, you could, if you're careful, you can wear them the entire life. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yes, Cyrus is not a clothes guy. In fact, literally now, he's a yeah. no-clothes guy because he stood I in front of his nude. fan Are you, with his that, Yeah, that spread. was my next question. Are you still nude? I have been pacing around uh, and standing in front of my fan for one hour. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> How's the uh, how's the uh, 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 the butt crevice? Is it is it drier or are you still dealing with a swamp? <sighs> you know, <laughs> it's not a good situation. I don't know. I think I have a problem because <laughs> my armpits, no problem, but my butt crack, man, it's rough. Your your butt crack's like an old house that has damp. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Like the, the top, the attic, where my armpits. It's a lot of air. There's no pipes. Yeah, yeah. The bottom has just been raining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a leak in the roof. Is wait? So question: Is it a thing? Is this a thing? Like, can you do like powder or like talc or something in your cheeks? Or does that, or would that make matter? Yeah, or would that make matters worse? It would give me the snacks. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I do think that they should create a deodorant for your undercarriage. Specifically so, for your undercarriage. So yeah, so and I see, I agree, but for for ladies like, uh, ladies who have bigger boobs, such as myself, you sweat under your boobs, and that is the worst. And I've used regular deodorant, but I feel like, I feel like that's not what it's meant for, so it doesn't do a good, a very good job. You put deodorant there? Uh, if it's going to be like a hot day, and especially like, oh, I mean, yeah. obviously I'm going to work, and so because of work, and we're doing, I'm doing a lot of running around, and so yeah, like yeah, my, I, I, I sweat under my boobs. Guys, guys, that's a good move. guys, yeah. guys, yeah. Do, you know, do you know what I like to call that? What? Double deodorant. Double deodorant. Gotcha. Yeah. Double, Double deodorant. deodorant. <laughs> I'm smiling, but I'm not going to laugh. Anyway. Um, and sorry, the last question from uh, Rama, which probably does not pertain to, to Cyrus, because it is, and what was your favorite song from Hamilton? Oh. Oof. Rama. Rama, Rama, Rama. My dear man. As you now know, it's hard to choose because so many of them are spectacular. However, my gut reaction, the first one that I really, really like reacted to when I was just like, it just, I loved it and I still love it is wait for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite is uh, Helpless. <laughs> That one. Helpless is great, but Helpless yeah, is, I is great. But it, it sounds like a Destiny's Child song. It does, and I, I I like it. For me, it is wait for it. Cyrus, you have not wet, yeah, not yet watched Hamilton in its entirety, correct? Correct. All right, so. But my favorite song from it so far is called um, uh, Let oh. It Be. 
<laughs> what was that? Let it be. Oh, let it be. Okay. Okay. Wait, is it the Beatles? Yes. Yeah, you meant Shit. you meant let it let. Let it, let, it, let it go, let, let it, it go. go. You meant that one. <laughs> let it snow. You got everything wrong. Um, so this one actually ties into the movie we've watched. Uh, this is from Inglés Fantasma on Tumblr, I believe. And yo, question for the Drive podcast. The rumor is that it was originally intended for Jackie and Stallone. Do you think they would have made a good on-screen double act? And would this film have remained as good as it is, obviously he likes it, without Kadeem's charm and Mark's naivete? So yeah, so that duo of Sylvester and Jackie, that brings a whole different element, a whole different tone to this movie. Two very, very, yeah, two very, very distinct I don't see it working. Personas. Yeah. And yeah, how well it worked. Stallone's not very. I don't um, know. Stallone's not very quippy, is he? He's not very like fast talking and, and and charismatic. He's very going to kill everyone. Well, no, Ugh. but well, no. Have you seen? You don't recall seeing any of his like comedies, any of his more lighthearted. More like stuff? stop or my mum will shoot. Or Oscar. Yeah, or even like Tango and Cash and. Oh. And... Yeah, oh, so I'm not saying so there, I'm not saying that he couldn't do this type of movie. He can be. You're right. You're yeah. right. Oh, I want to watch Tango yeah, again. That's a good film. Um, Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm I. Because well, I'm still I'm still on the fence of whether or not I like Jackie Chan. So. I know Sean is Sean is shaking his head at me, Cyrus. It's so disgusting. <laughs> It's so disgusting that you can say that you don't like Jackie Chan. I know. How? How's that possible? Agreed. The man speaketh the truth. I don't know. He's beautiful. He's like supposed to be lovable. He's always the nice yes. guy. But he no, he's not. He's not always lovable. What isn't he lovable then? Oh, what's all right, Dragon Yeah, what's yeah, the right. thing that we just watched before? And even in Drunken Master, he was annoying. You know what? He you're was annoying. immature and annoying. You're immature and annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and you're drunken. So no, yeah, uh, uh, it would have. A, it would be a. I think it would be a completely different movie. I don't want to see another bod, buddy cop movie from Jackie. He's done Shanghai Noon and Nights. He's done Rush Hour One, Two, and Three. I don't need to see him team up with anyone else. He's done the fucking Johnny Knoxville one, which no one watched. What? What movie are you talking about? <laughs> it's called Skip Trace. What? It's Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville. Never heard of it. <laughs> Not many people have, I don't think. Yeah. It's on Netflix now, I believe. You can watch it on Netflix. No, thank you. Yeah, Skip Trace. Not a popular one. Yeah. There's a good fight uh, in it, though. There's a good fight in it. At least one. So, I think... It, hot take here. Uh, I think Jackie could have done uh, Mark better. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But... He needs more lines. Jackie needs to talk more, man. Yeah. Funnier. Yeah. There's something endearing about Jackie's English speaking. It's just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, endearing. It's just something very, like, almost cute about it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't think uh, Stallone could have been Kadeem. That's crazy. <laughs> well, yeah. That's which is why I think it would be... A, 
I mean, his character would be 100% different. By the way, in this film, in Drive, there's one bit where Kadeem takes a takes a hell of a spill, and it's obviously his stunt double. Yeah. And his stunt double shirt runs up, and it's a white guy. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's just a white guy in a wig. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I don't think... I, uh, Sylvester Stallone... I like my Sylvester Stallone a bit grisly and a bit curmudgeonly and a bit old. And I even liked Rambo The Last Blood uh, to a degree. And that's how I like my Rambos or Sylvester Stallones. Just Yeah, but then also, Sylvester Stallone's yoked up, especially at that time. Yeah. So how is he going to be this, like, fresh, new, scared? Exactly, person? which is why, yeah, it would be a completely different movie. Yeah, yeah. So maybe not, maybe not. Uh, last question. This one's a, a, a tricky one, a real tricky one. So this is by my good friend, Martial Arts Film Freak. Go and check him out on YouTube. He has a great YouTube channel. I may be popping up on that YouTube channel some point soon. Um, he says, I've met quite a few people who are only familiar with Mark Dacascos as the host of Iron Chef. So which movie star would you assign to host any existing game or competition show? It could be anything from Wheel of Fortune to Jeopardy to Project Runway to the Great British Bake Off. Interesting. You got a, you got a movie star that you'd like to see in a particular... I've got it. It's not a movie star, but I've got a celebrity. Really? Yeah. It's a simple, simple solution. Or, or, or uh, yeah, just it, it solves everything. Take Mike Tyson and put him in anything. <laughs> yeah, okay, you got it. Yeah, yeah. I Just, would 100% agree. Do I want to see Wheel of Fortune? Sorry, do I want to see uh, Family Feud with Mike Tyson as the host? Yes. You better believe it. Yeah, that's that's good. Yes. Mike Tyson is... I can't think of anything better than that. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, Mike Tyson is one of my favorite celebrities. I know he's done some bad things in his past, but personality-wise, he's just an amazing celebrity. His podcast is hit and miss, but it's... So when it's good, it's good. It's just him telling stories about his past and some of the shit he's done is bonkers. But yeah, Mike Tyson is like my my winning formula is just put Mike Tyson in anything. Yeah, I kind of have to agree with that. I can't think of anything else. Maybe maybe like Britney Murphy (laughs) (laughs) doing Wheel of Fortune. Because you know you'd want I'd want someone who's going to entertain me, someone who's going to be funny and make me laugh whether yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's my solid answer of that i will hop on that bandwagon all right sounds good all right i don't know how long we've gone i can't i can't see uh like hour 25 oh yeah hour 22 yeah not bad not bad uh anything anyone anything anyone else wants to say before we wrap up this episode Hmm. Your silence speaks volumes. I think I think we've covered it. I think we did a good job of discussing this film. Still would not watch it again. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I watched it. I'll be honest. I watched it about two months ago. 
Did you? Yeah, I did watch it about two months ago. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm watching it again today, and I could not remember anything from it. <laughs> <laughs> so, either my memory's shit, or this film is pretty forgettable. But, stand by it, the action is really, really, really good. Yeah, I um, enjoyed I enjoyed the fights. Um, I still enjoyed Mark Dacascos and Kadeem Hardison themselves. Um, I think they did a good job. It's just the movie as oh, a whole is not good. I got something to say. What? I thought of this the other day. I know we're trying to wrap up. I'll wrap up in two seconds. But John Wick 4, yeah. the bad guy, yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Oh, um, that's right. No, I know that. But that's right. We had this discussion because we watched uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, and he was doing all kinds of action stuff. Yeah. But he's got the, he's got the evil Britishness to him. Uh-huh. He's lithe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd like to see it. Anyway. I think it's pop. I think I think it could be possible. Oh, speaking of John Wick, that new fucking Bill and Ted's movie, oof. That looks like a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, did you see that did you see that trailer, Cyrus? Oh, yes. It's it's also going straight to streaming. So well, they're not they're not holding it off for theaters. So yeah, it looks like a bloody it looks nightmare. Horrible. It really does. Yeah. They look well, I'm gonna watch it anyway, because it's got my man Keanu in it. Keanu Reeves has just written a comic as well. I think it's called Berserker, and or Berserk. Um, yeah, he's and it's like it looks super violent. It looks very interesting. Um, he wrote a movie or a comic? A comic book. A comic. A comic. Yeah. Um, that's I think going to be released soon. I've only seen like one still from it or one panel from it. Um, anyway, yes. Sorry, I'm I'm running away with myself. So. Next week. You know, real quick, sorry, real quick before we wrap up. Yeah. yeah. There's one thing that's been nagging me about this movie. Go on. Dacascos, us, Oss, whatever his name is, goes to the bar, talking to the dude. After that bar fight, why was it necessary for him to kidnap the guy? Because the couldn't he, just, couldn't he just be like, all right, see you, man. I'll get a car or a bus. I agree. Like, I get why he dragged him out of the bar, because the police were there, and he was trying to keep the police from arresting him. But once he got outside, uh, you have a very good point. Why not just let him go? And But then, I don't know, because Kadeem Hardison had a car, I guess. I don't really know. But yeah, but I, I agreed as well. Also, I want to see an episode of Mythbusters where they test whether bullets will shoot through tables. Yeah, a lot of people use yeah. tables to, to. Those look like simple wooden tables. Yeah, I reckon they're getting shot through those. I think so too. Yeah. I I thought that as well. Okay, so next episode, which will be in two weeks' time, we are dipping back into the Shaw Brothers catalog. Both of you will be excited for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, man! Be optimistic. Um, we will be watching Heroes of the East, uh, starring Gordon Liu. And with a uh, with Yas- Yasuaki Kurata, and also a little cameo by Lau Kar Lung, uh, we'll be watching that next episode, um, which I, I, I think you might like. Uh, and then after that, we are actually watching our second Bruce Lee movie. Okay. Um, uh, we will be watching Way of the Dragon. Ooh. ooh. Yeah, it's Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, we've, or I've just bought the new Criterion box set, so we'll be watching that, Devin, in its purest form. Okay. And then, uh, Cyrus, I think you can rent it on Amazon. I'm sure you can. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, they're our next two movies, and then I think we're going to do The Prodigal Son after that. And then I'm tempted to do a Michelle Yeoh film. I'm thinking on doing a film called Royal Warriors with her in. 
Okay. Which sounds like a period kung fu movie, but it's like set in 1985. <laughs> yeah. I like Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, so do I. So do I. I think that should be an interesting uh, type of film because it's like a it's a Hong Kong movie, but it's like an 80s like kickboxing style movie, like a Jackie Chan style movie. Uh, anyway, yeah. So next episode, Heroes of the East, then Way of the Dragon. Um, yeah, if you want to get in touch with me, I am foo4thought on Tumblr, and I am foo underscore four underscore thought on Instagram. DM me with any questions, any suggestions. If you if you want to just talk and get your feelings out, <laughs> just if you want to discuss Brittany Murphy in length, feel free. <laughs> but otherwise, thank you very much for listening, everyone, and we'll catch you next time.